It's great to be back on Search the Scriptures today with all of our listeners. Once again, we appreciate your being here. And it's great to hear from so many of our listeners. We hear from many by either telephone call or email. And we're and sometimes people like write uh, those old snail mail letters, and that's great. Any way that we can hear from you, we appreciate it. And we uh, do hear from so many who let us know that they listen to the program on a daily basis or nearly a daily basis. And others we know listen very frequently as they have opportunity. Others maybe a little bit less so. Their schedules may not permit being able to tune in all that much, but they listen fairly regularly. We appreciate every one of you. Those who are listening perhaps for the very first time, we're thankful for you as well. And we pray that as you listen today, that you will be impressed with the fact that we try to do exactly as the name of the program suggests. We search the scriptures. We dig deep into God's word. We look at it in depth and in detail. And yet we try to explain it and teach it in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for your daily lives. We try to teach it in a way that you can readily relate to and say, you know, that makes sense. And you can see how it applies to you and the way you live your life. So many people, they think that the Bible is hard to understand. Well, probably in a lot of cases, that's because they don't read it much. And when they do try to read it, they don't really know how to go about studying the Bible. And so maybe they just open it up somewhere and start reading and Maybe it's in the middle of a context and they don't realize what's going on. Why, what is this talking about? Well, they don't understand. You have to begin at the beginning of a context in order to understand what it's talking about. And you just open up somewhere in there and start reading. Well, there's truth there and there's, there's good advantage to reading, but you gain so much more if you go at it in a in a planned way, a way that is somewhat methodical and, and, and planned out that helps you look at it from beginning to end. We try to help you understand the text of the scriptures and we try to explain again the individual verses and those texts in a way that, that you can relate to and that kind of shines the light on what the Bible is trying to get across. Oh, it is so precious as a body of knowledge and instruction. After all, it contains and communicates the knowledge and wisdom of God, although not all the knowledge of God. He relates what we need to know and how blessed we are to have the Bible, his word. As you continue to study, your faith should be growing stronger. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And as your faith in God becomes stronger, you should be coming closer to God. And as you come closer to God, ultimately, our prayer is that you're going to come to him all the way, his way, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Christ as your Lord and Savior and God's Son openly, and surrendering to him in baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross so long ago is still absolutely 100% effective to cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. And as you come up out of that water, you're reborn spiritually. You're a new person spiritually. 
you're in Christ and you begin to walk that new life as a Christian pointed toward heaven. Our prayers are with you and our prayers are for you. At the end of the program today, we'll give you the information how you can contact us and receive a free Bible study that we always offer in the program. It is absolutely free. We don't want you to send us anything for it. I know that a lot of programs, they'll say, send us a contribution or send us a love offering and we'll send you this free whatever it is. Well, <laughs> that doesn't sound free to us. We mean free. Don't send us anything. Just contact us and ask for it and we'll even take care of the postage. All you have to do is ask. We never charge anybody anything to teach God's word. We want to help you come closer to God. We want to help you come to him through Jesus Christ. We want to help you be saved through Christ. And we, the way we understand to do that is to learn his word. We want to teach you God's word. Help you understand it easily and in a common sense way. So have that pencil or pen and piece of paper ready. And we'll give that information at the end of the program today. In our last program, we began a new study. We were talking about the importance of sound doctrine. Now, the word doctrine, as I emphasized and spent some time trying to get across clearly, simply means teaching. It may sound like a technical term, but its meaning is very simple. It simply means teaching. Now, when you talk about the word sound... I and mean, we can understand what soundness is. It's something that you can have confidence in. It is something that is true. We talk about the foundation of a house being sound. Well, it's solid. It's safe. It's been constructed properly. When we're talking about sound doctrine, we're talking simply, if you want to boil it down, true doctrine, correct doctrine. And what is that word doctrine again? Teaching. So sound doctrine is true teaching, correct teaching, teaching that conforms with God's word. We noted in John chapter 8 and verses 31 and 32 that Jesus said that we must abide in or live in, live by his word in order to truly be his disciples or followers. Now, a lot of people, again, they want to be his followers, at least they say that they want to be his followers, or that they are his followers, but they don't want to have to live by his word, by his teachings. They want the relationship without the commitment. Well, it doesn't happen that way. Jesus said, if you abide in, if you live in, if you live by my word, you are my disciples indeed. You're my true followers. Now, we looked at that in kind of an inverse way, explaining it. And what he's saying is, if you want to be my disciple, you have to live by my teachings, by my word. You have to follow them. You have to be faithful to my teachings. How are we faithful to Jesus Christ? Some people, they, they seem to think that you can be faithful to Christ or faithful to God without being faithful to their teachings. That's nonsense. How are you faithful to God? How are you faithful to Christ? 
You demonstrate your faithfulness by living by their teachings. Now somebody says, well, you can believe without having to follow all that the Bible says. Really? Jesus said, Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's pretty simple and straightforward, isn't it? If you truly love Jesus, you will live by his teachings. You'll make that commitment. And you demonstrate your faithfulness by living by his teachings. It's not a theoretical thing. It makes sense. It's logical. It's right there in Scripture. We noted in 2 John chapter 1 and verse 9 that John wrote that whoever transgresses and does not abide in, live in, live by, the doctrine, the teaching of Christ does not have God. Now, as I pointed out, if there were no other verse that emphasized the importance of living by God's word correctly, faithfully, that verse would take care of it. If there were no other in all of the, New, in all of the Old Testament or New Testament, that word, that one verse would be sufficient to get the point across. Now, of course, there are many others. But that one is so straightforward, so clear-cut, so easy to understand. If we want to be with God, if we want God to be with us, now let's put it a different way. If we want to be right with God, then we have to live in, live by the teachings of Christ. And as I pointed out, in some detail and with great emphasis, it's not just a matter of believing in Jesus. Remember what Jesus said. You have to live in, live by his word, his teachings. So you must believe in Jesus, yes, but you must also follow his teachings to abide in or live in or live by the doctrine of Christ. It all goes together. Cannot be separated in reality. They go together. They're molded together. They are formed together. They're part of one another. You must believe in Jesus. But part and parcel to believing in Jesus is you must believe in his teachings and you must follow those teachings if you want to have that real saving faith. Now, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, and again, remember, we're talking about the importance of of sound doctrine, true doctrine, true teachings, the teachings of God's word, in truth. In 2 Timothy, I'm sorry, 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning with verse 3, the apostle Paul wrote, if anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine of that word means teaching again, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness. 
In other words, true doctrine, true teachings. He is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. Do you see once again the importance of living by sound doctrine? By making sure that you're understanding the truth of God's word correctly and that you're living by that truth? He says, if anyone teaches otherwise, withdraw from him. In other words, that's not somebody you need to be bound to in a way that could bring you down from your dedication and commitment to God. And certainly you don't want to, as John said back in 2 John chapter 1 and verse 9, when he goes on to verses 10 and 11, he says, you don't, you don't give anybody who is teaching something other than the doctrine of Christ, you don't give them any space. You don't let them teach you that. You don't give them any encouragement in their position because you could be guilty of sharing in his evil deeds, John says in verse 11 of that text. So, so serious is this matter, this principle of making sure that we're understanding and believing and living by sound doctrine the correct teachings of God's word that Paul says if somebody's teaching something else and they're getting off into all these things that all this confusion that false doctrine leads to he says withdraw yourself from such a one John says don't give him any space in your home to be teaching that nonsense strong words they're God's words this is God's instruction to us, communicated to us in his word, the scriptures. In Romans chapter 16 and verse 17, again, notice what Paul writes. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned and avoid them. That word contrary, we understand what it means, contradictory to. And what does Paul say? Note any brethren. Now he's talking here particularly about members of the Lord's church who get off into false doctrine. They're no longer complying with the true teachings of God's word. And so he says, you note that person. In other words, you understand, you recognize they're off in false doctrine who cause divisions and offenses. People who are teaching false doctrine have the potential to influence other people into their false doctrine. And Paul says, you note that person that they're teaching contrary to, contradictory to, the doctrine which you learned. In other words, the true doctrine which you've been taught from God's word 
And he says, avoid them. Now, that's another way, basically, of saying withdraw yourselves from them, which is what we read back a few moments ago in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 through 5. This is how serious the matter of making sure that we're in, living by, believing, and teaching sound doctrine really is. God counts it a very serious matter and holds us responsible for it. In fact, as the church, we're actually supposed to be guardians of it. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, 2 Timothy chapter 1, we see this same principle taught in a little different wording. Notice how Paul expresses it here, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 13. He says, Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Hold fast. The idea is you don't let go of it. You grab onto it. Think of yourself. You're dangling from a cliff and somebody has thrown you a rope and you grab onto it and they're trying to pull you up to safety. You're holding fast to your end of that rope. You're not letting go. You've gripped it tight and you're not going to loosen your grip because you understand that doing so could lead to your death. You're holding fast. Paul says, hold fast the pattern of sound words. Sound words, sound doctrine. True teachings, which you have heard from me, Paul says. You've been taught the truth. Hold fast to that truth in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. You've heard from me in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. We need to hold fast to those true teachings. Now let's go a little farther here in 2 Timothy and look beginning in chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. Here he puts it a little differently. And then he goes into some detail to impress us with the importance of making sure that we are true to God's teachings, that we are holding fast to that sound doctrine or those true teachings. Beginning in verse 14 of 2 Timothy chapter 3, Paul says, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. You must continue in them. The Christian walk is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We continue to study God's word and learn it and apply it properly to our lives, and live by it all of our lives. It's a lifelong lifestyle. So he says you must continue. Not a suggestion. It would be a good idea if you continued. Or, you know, you should continue. But he says you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. Now, in verse 15, and that from childhood... You have known the Holy Scriptures. Those are the things which 
he had learned the Holy Scriptures, the teachings of God's Word, that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Now, if there was no other verse in Scripture that told us the importance of God's Word, that would do the trick. Again, of course, there are many others. But it is the Scriptures that communicate to us God's wisdom to lead us to salvation through Jesus Christ. Then he goes on in verse 16 and he says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. More literally, it means all scripture is God-breathed. The idea being it is God's very word and is profitable for doctrine. Ah, there's that word again. What does that word mean though? Teaching. That's all that it means. For reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good word. God has given us his word, in other words, to guide us to salvation and to guide us to live in a saved life. He has given us his word to teach us, for doctrine, for reproof. Now, sometimes we need to be reproved for how we're living our lives when we're getting off track, for correction, straightening us out, and for instruction in righteousness. Again, instruction is teaching. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. God has given us his word to equip us to live the Christian life once we have learned through his word how to be saved in Christ, how to become a Christian. Wow, that's pretty heady stuff when you really stop and analyze it as carefully as we've been doing in this particular study. God's word is important. Now, again, what we're trying to emphasize is the importance of sound doctrine making sure that we understand it correctly and apply it correctly to our lives. Our time is just about up, so we're going to stop and park here. We'll come back and continue this particular study next time. So be sure to tune in again. And in just a moment, we'll tell you how to contact us so that you can receive a free uh, Bible study that we always offer through the mail. It will help you to learn the truth of God's word, sound doctrine, and how to live by that truth. You can also receive a copy of this program on CD for free. All these materials are free, and we'll take care of the postage. So write down that information and contact us right away. Won't you do that?